and welcome into Countdown to Game Time, both on Facebook Live and the WKYT podcast. Lee K. Howard along with Alex Walker. We have a big basketball game tomorrow. Kentucky, the eighth-ranked team of the country versus the ninth-ranked team of the country in Kansas. Should be a big game and one we're certainly looking forward to. And this makes sense for the college game day game. This is going to be a huge one. Two of the biggest fan bases in America clashing at Rupp. And this is one of those games. It's the third of three consecutive games against AP Top 25 teams for Kentucky. So far, two for two, passing with flying colors. If they can make it three for three against Kansas, they could really vault into the top five come next week. Yeah, this is a big game. And I think when we looked at the schedule with these three games, Auburn, Mississippi State, and Kansas, you hope to win two of them. Yep. They've already done that. Now I think everybody's hoping that the Wildcats can finish the job and win the third one. And really, if you think about it, I think this one might be one of the easy, one, the easier one of the three mm-hmm. uh, to win just because you go on the road to Auburn. That one was not going to be easy, and they passed that test. Mississippi State, maybe not as good as Kansas, but that's a team that can come in and, and hit some shots. Kansas is a team they are without Ozabuki right now, and, and – they're a team that may be a little bit down, so I, th- I like how Wildcats, uh, I like how they're playing right now, and I like what they can do tomorrow. I do too, and the way Kansas has been playing this season, it seems like it's a foregone conclusion they'll win the Big 12. They do so every mm-hmm. year somehow, despite what we <laughs> think of what do. they're going to do. Right. But at the same time, it's like this is a team that, that loses at WVU, and West Virginia is having an awful year. Mm-hmm. So it, what kind of Kansas team are we going to get? We know Diedrich Lawson uh, carries the load for this team. He started at Memphis. I, I, cover, when I was at East, covering ECU hoops. He tore ECU up at yeah. Memphis. Now he's at Kansas. He's an experienced guy, a guy that you expect to drop 25 points against Kentucky. But outside of Diedrich Lawson, they have some weapons, but they're not as talented, I think, as Kansas teams of the past under Bill Self. Yeah, Lawson is the guy. I mean, he's the guy that runs the Jayhawks offense, averaging 19 points, 10 rebounds per game, had 29 points in their last game. He is the guy that the Wildcats will certainly have to watch for tomorrow. And Calipari said just moments ago at his press conference that he wants to see where his team is at based on this game tomorrow. They're terrific. They're a top 10 team. They, you know, Lawson's as good as we're going to play against. And he's averaging 25 and 15 the last five games. Uh, Guard play is good. They shoot the ball with Vic. I mean, uh, they kind of play like us. They're not going to shoot as many threes, but they attack that rim and they rebound the ball. My staff said, well, they're on, you know, and they're picking on, you know, I said, they're a top 10 defensive team. What What do they do well to be a top 10 defensive team? Don't tell me they can't do this and they get their top ten. So, um, you know, we know they're going to be good. And, and I just want to see where we are at this point against that kind of team. I got a good question here from John. He says, who do you think that they will put on their best player? I'm assuming he's talking about Lawson. Yep. Wildcats have some options of who they could run at him. I think you run P.J. Washington at him and see if he can stop him. I think it's going to be a group effort, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you look at a guy like P.J. E.J.'s been stepping it up. Reed, just put some bodies on him. Be physical. Make him, make him work for his shot. I think Kentucky's best defensive effort of the season was on Tuesday against Mississippi Absolutely. State. Uh, which is a good time to have that type of performance and lock Mississippi State down. Gives the guy some confidence going into a game against Kansas, saying, hey, look, if we can lock down some of Mississippi State's veteran guards, we can probably lock down a guy like Diedrich Lawson come Saturday. And I think another question is, who does Lawson guard? I mean, if you think yeah. about it from Kansas's perspective, who are they going to put uh, 
Lawson on because they're not a real big team without Ozabuki in that lineup. So they're going to have to decide who's guarding PJ, who's guarding Reed when you got a guy like EJ and Nick coming in. I think that's where the Wildcats really have an advantage. Kansas has a bigger problem in figuring out how to guard the Wildcats than vice versa. And it's amazing, too. Uh, all the talk going in an SEC play was can't, Kentucky can't stop anybody. They can't. Since SEC play has started, they have stopped a lot of really talented players. And if they can stop Dedrick Lawson, I think that's a testament to how much this team has improved in that area. When Ashton Hagens made that big jump defensively, he was oh, always a defensive player, yeah. and that was kind of what he was billed at. He's even out of high school. But when he turned up that defense, and I think part of that was conditioning. He talked mm-hmm. about that through Camp Cal. When he got his conditioning turned up to the college speed, this Wildcats team became a completely different team. And Cal says that the team is all playing better right now, and he credits that defense. So now we're starting to learn what a college team has to do to defend and be in games, and we're starting to get better. They're also, because they're being more confident defensively, they're becoming more confident offensively because they're not getting smashed. <laughs> Just getting drove, drive and dunk on you. Wow, watch me down the other end. It doesn't happen that way. Got a couple of uh, questions here. We have uh, who will be the, the best matchup uh, for UK. I, I think there's a lot of options. Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing about this Kentucky team, whereas in years past, like last year, well, Kevin Knox or Shea Gilgis-Alexander, had to be the guy to exploit their matchup Mm -hmm. in order for Kentucky to win. You know, Kansas can come in here tomorrow and say, hey, we are going to stop Tyler Hero and Keldon Johnson. We're going to say those those two guys we're putting emphasis on and we're stopping. Well, guess what? You have some other scores on the floor that can can hit shots. You've got a guy like Emmanuel Quickly who can come off the Mm -hmm. bench and knock down a three-pointer. You've got guys down low that have some offense. So I think Kansas is really going to have some, some struggles, like I said, picking their poison, so to speak, because the Wildcats have, I guess, so much poison. And who's the <laughs> one guy that all season is like, where's he been? Where, where's EJ? Tuesday, EJ was awesome. Right? Defensively, mm-hmm. offensively, he finally got some threes to fall. Cal has said he, he can shoot the ball, and you can see how nice his stroke is. Hasn't hit anything yet until Tuesday. So if you're looking at maybe a matchup nightmare for Kansas, I think it could be EJ Montgomery because he hasn't been anywhere to be seen all year. Finally, now he has some confidence. So if you, if you do shut down Keldon, shut down Tyler, there's EJ. He's going to hit some shots in your face. <laughs> although, although he knocked down that long two, almost the three-pointer. Yep. I don't think that that's what they want from him every game. <laughs> no. But he's going to take those jump shots whether you like it or not or whether Calipari tells him to or not. So and you P- might as well, PJ, might as well I mean, make hitting threes too. So if you, can, if you can have that length that can also shoot, why not? You know what? I'm to the point where I like when P.J. takes a three, yeah, when, it, when it's an open three. I don't think he's the, the guy that comes off a ball screen, catches and shoots <laughs> like Tyler. But if he's got an open three, P.J., I'm just fine with him taking a three because, if nothing else, that spreads out the defense. And that would be actually a beneficial thing if, if he could knock down two or three threes tomorrow. I mean, I think Kentucky would win by 15. And the other thing is you don't want to – I don't know if you want to tell these guys that have it rolling currently, hey, don't, 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 don't think about it. Don't shoot. I think you just let – let the lights go and just kind of let them do their thing. And if it, if, it, if it becomes an obstacle early on, like P.J.'s shooting bricks and E.J.'s just airballing, hey guys, reel it in. <laughs> but if they start out the game and they get up by 10, they're hitting threes, hey, let them out. Now, I think another player that Cal Perry wants to see play really well tomorrow is Reed Travis. Yes. 
He, he has struggled a little bit offensively since the SEC play began. Um, he's, he's been better in the last couple of games, but he hasn't had those big double-double nights that he was having during the non-conference portion of the schedule. But Cal really, what he said today, this afternoon, was he wants Reed to get to the free throw line. Now, I'm assuming you watched the Tennessee-Vandy game yeah. the other day. Grant Williams was, what, 70 of 70 from the free throw line? Yeah, yeah like I believe that. I believe not, that, not that many. Yeah, 23 of 23, yeah. which might as well have been 70 of 70. <laughs> First, two things that are impressive to me. One, that he got to the free throw line 23 Shit. times or got 23 free throws. And two, obviously, that he made 23 free throws. Well, Cal kind of had a tongue-in-cheek comment this uh -huh. afternoon at his press conference talking about Reed Travis and saying, maybe a guy that's built just like a Grant Williams, Reed Travis, should be getting to the line as many times as Grant Williams. Yeah, I just wish, yeah, I would just wish, um, I think Williams had 23 foul shots. I think they're exactly the same kind of player. Throwing the ball a lot, he just doesn't seem to get 23 foul shots. He gets usually one or two. We'll see if he can get to the foul line tomorrow. Uh, now, Calipari wants all of his guys to play with a lot of energy yep. tomorrow. That's important, especially in a big game like this when everybody on the floor, maybe a McDonald's All-American or that caliber type of player, uh, this is a big game for them to come out and play with a lot of energy. you got to come out fast. You can't let Kansas come in here and, and set their tempo, set their style of play, let them get comfortable. I think Kentucky, if they play their game, they can win this game by 15. I really think the way they're playing right now, how confident they are, they can do that. But they can't let Kansas start strong and, and kind of quiet the crowd. You got to start strong, maybe get out by 10 points and ride it from there. You saw what uh, Keldon Johnson was able to do against Mississippi State. Seven got the points. Yeah, got the ball rolling, got going. I think that's what Calipari wants from Keldon once again, and mm -hmm. he got to see that game tape the other day at Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. and just how fast Keldon <laughs> got going, that's what he wants to see tomorrow. Same with Keldon. He ran so hard that last game, we showed him on tape. This is how fast you are. I can't believe you're that fast. Why don't you run like that if you can run like that? Whew, that's hard. I'd rather jog the court and say no one's throwing me the ball. I mean, all this stuff, the energy you play with is your responsibility. And you can't expect coaches to bring it out of you. or you, You're responsible for that. And this is a game. If I have to talk energy, we have no shot at winning the game. This will be an energy game. Certainly will be an energy game. Six o'clock tomorrow at Rupp Arena. Number nine versus number eight, uh, two blue bloods of college basketball, two winningest programs in college basketball. Uh, should be a good one tomorrow night. you have a prediction? A prediction? I think Kentucky wins. Uh, just the so. way they're playing, uh, there's a lot of holes in Kansas's game right now. I don't see as many holes in Kentucky's game right now. Uh, if they can get another performance like they like they did, you know, from EJ, from PJ, because the guards have been producing every week for Kentucky, sure. but it's kind of what the big guys have done. PJ hadn't had that kind of game in a while. Reed, we haven't really seen a breakout game from Reed. If we can see him get more physical and assert his dominance, I mean, look, this is not the Pac-12 anymore. I think he knows that. Right. We've seen him kind of struggle against some more athletic bigs. If he can kind of make up for that ground and kind of overcompensate and, and get back into that groove we saw in non-conference play and get Reed involved as well, this team will continue to click in the last couple of weeks of the season. Shut down Lawson tomorrow. The bigs for Kentucky plays yep. well, and I think Kentucky wins by 10 to 12. Me too. 10 to, 10 to 12 points. All right. Should be fun. Thanks again for joining us once again on Countdown to Game Time here on Facebook Live in the podcast. We'll look forward to a big game tomorrow. Have a good day.